Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. No, oh, yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's reasonably entertaining for, I don't know, 26, 27 minutes out of that. That's sexy. stretching it. Uh, 22 tops. Yeah, we're currently banned in four countries, the state of Alabama. Roll Tide. And we're subject uh, to restraining orders from several unnamed Hollywood celebrities. Call me Scarlet. Call me. Creepy. Very creepy. This is Maid Man Bob. Joining me today are Maid Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I like the new uh, basement setup you have. Yeah, it's nice down here at our basement in Florida. So. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Maid Man Maury. Always a pleasure, Bob. And good old boy Harmeet. I'm amazed that you guys keep having me back. Thanks again. Yeah, so is Scarlet. <laughs> Brent, Maury, and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of high-end bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in seven states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Our show is sponsored in part by The Bourbon Review, a quarterly magazine and online source for all things bourbon. You can find them on Facebook or at their website at www.gobourbon.com. And also by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machine serving great wines and whiskeys and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. You can also find us at uh, facebook.com slash finespirits. There you go. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and today's show is on the Jefferson's Wood Experiment. Come on, the Jeffersons. Oh, like, you gotta love the Jeffersons. Gotta love it. I mean, come on, man. You I mean, guys are old. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're, yeah, please. I, I, I remember watching it, too. Good Lord. I could saw you in half. I couldn't count the rings. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover some background on the distillery as well as on the individual products that we're going to be tasting. Jefferson's was founded in 1997 by Trey and uh, Chet Zoller. Uh, Chet is a well-known bourbon historian with a pretty impressive collection of pre-prohibition bottles. Um, I've seen some pictures and... He's got a wonderful book. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> guy's got a house full of stuff from, you know, like 1920 and before. It's just, it's, it's a bourbon geek's paradise. Uh, their family history in the bourbon business goes back uh, supposedly eight generations to a, it's always a past relative who was arrested. Everybody's always got that one guy who was arrested. 
uh, for the production and sales of spiritous liquors. They, in 1799. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly that wasn't the last person arrested in that family. <laughs> yeah, probably not, you know. Um, they named their brand Jefferson's uh, in honor of uh, Thomas Jefferson. So... Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> did, did they play that march when Jefferson was president? How, how old is the march? God, I have no idea. What are you kidding me? Do we have a historian in the audience? <laughs> hell to the chief. He's the one we're all, we all say hell to. I don't know. Um, out of respect for the man and his curiosity and his experimental spirits, why they named it Jefferson's. Uh, they began their business, like many other small producers, as a non-distiller producer, sourcing some of the best barrels from various sources, including the famed Stitzel Weller Distillery. It was those barrels from Stitzel Weller that served as the base for their early bottlings of their presidential select series, the 17, the 18, I mean, wonderful bottles. Uh, recently, Jefferson's moved their home to the Kentucky Artisan Distillery in Crestwood, Kentucky. Uh, Trey has a history of experimentation in the bourbon business, or as the company puts it, uh, pushing the boundaries of the definition of bourbon, upholding tradition, yet always discovering new possibilities. You wow, t- that is that's a mouthful. Speak. You can tell a marketing guy came up with that one. Um, one of the more famous experiments, if you're into bourbon, that most people have heard of is the Jefferson's Ocean Series. The original Ocean consisted of five barrels of New Make whiskey that was put on a research ship where it remained for three and a half years. After spending that time being subjected to the heat of the ship and the constant motion of the seas, the casks were opened to a reveal a nearly black dark bourbon that they supposedly described it as a rounded spirit with hints of brine like salted caramel. I never got any of the very first ocean. Brent did. It lasted, what, 15 minutes? Oh, it didn't last very long. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. In his house, nothing lasts very long. Uh, the bottles in that first release were snapped up by collectors and enthusiasts um, and guys who drink it like Brent. And as a result, they had some more large releases. I think they're one of them. Voyage, they were like three month Voyage 6 or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but the, those voyages weren't, don't compare to the first one. I wish they would do more of those like three-year experiments. I mean... The, well, with, with my last name, I don't, go on, I don't go on boats because last time I went on a three-hour tour, it didn't work out well. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the Jefferson's Groth cast finish, they took a six-year-old bourbon and gave it an additional maturation in French oak cast that previously held Cabernet, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from the Groth Vineyards and Winery. It's Cabernet yeah. Sauvignon. Take yeah. it from me. I'm a wine professional. Well, you should know these things. Sauvignon. In, in, uh, yeah. America. And you have it with your Philip yeah. Mignon when you go my for Philip Mignon. Yeah. Uh, from Napa Valley, California. The refilled casks were placed in metal shipping containers and allowed to age in the high heat of the containers for a time before being bottled, resulting in a bourbon with a distinctly fruity character. Um, They also produced a rum cask finish, where a four-year-old bourbon was finished in barrels that had previously been used aged dark rum for a period of 14 years. That sounds cool. I never Uh, got that either. No. Did you taste it? I haven't had it. I've seen it, but uh, I just haven't picked it up. I mean, there's only, unlike Brent, there's only so much bourbon I can consume or else my liver starts to hurt. And, uh, you know. (laughs) You don't have that hollow leg like Brent? (laughs) Yeah, well, my kids are still little. I kind of want to see them at least maybe graduate from school, you know. For him, he's okay. So yeah. I sent mine off already. Yeah, yeah exactly. What, what else has he got to live for? He's got, he's got nothing else to live right. for. He can just drink. Uh, the inspiration behind the Jefferson's Wood Experiment Collection came from Trey spending some time supposedly in a wine barrel cooperage in Missouri. 
Unlike whiskey barrels that are charred to varying levels, wine barrels are subjected to different treatment processes such as toasting and slow cooking, searing the wood to bring different flavors to the forefront. So they decided to do an experiment to see what effects these different processes would have on the bourbon. So they took a four-year-old bourbon that had been aged in new charred white oak barrels and then finished it for in 13 different environments and vessels. Some of the variations included new bourbon barrels, new wine barrels, wine barrel, new wine barrel heads uh, on a new bourbon barrel, seared oak staves that were inserted into the barrels, or slow-cooked oak cubes that were inserted into the barrels. They analyzed the effects of these various barrel and wood combinations over a period of 32 months. At the end of that time, they decided to bottle up the results, and they put them in neat little 200 ml bottles in a five-bottle box set and uh, sent them out to the public so we could buy them ourselves and try. I've, I've seen the, the couple of different boxes that I've seen, they all seem to have different numbers in them. As, as Brent pointed out, neither one of us have ever seen one with number one. Maybe that one didn't work well. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they kept it. Yeah, maybe they kept it. They're drinking know. it all right now. Yeah, well, good for yeah. them. The other thing <laughs> is with the with the 32 months, they never they don't say how long each one was kept. Some were kept in shorter time periods, some were longer. You know, so up to 32 months for any of these. Some things have to be a mystery. Right after the four years. Right after the four-year time period. But, you know, we I, I picked up a, one of the box sets uh, just out of curiosity because uh, it sounds like an interesting experiment. I mean, you're starting out with a you know, comparable base and uh, going from there and doing different treatments so you can kind of see, you know, what some of the different things are doing to it. And that's what brings us here today. Um, so for now, we'll have Maury tell us about our, uh, our SIPs ratings. Thank you, Bob. We'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with our SIPs ratings plus our signature sounds. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash my mouth out. Water. Bring water. Bring water. Thank you for the you. commentary from yeah. Bombay. Yeah. Yeah. My parents just flew back from Bombay yesterday, or two days ago. Actually. That's nice. I'm happy for you. I thought they closed that down. They get some nice furniture. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> the wrong Bombay. Never mind. Okay, Maury. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Finally, five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 I, I finally heard that sound. Really? I my wife didn't make that sound. I was going to say, you got thin walls in your new apartment. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you, the damn neighbors. Maybe you should go knock on them and offer them, like, you know, here's a wrench and some better screws and, you know, maybe a, a little Loctite. That might that might be something mm-hmm. that would help. I'm, I'm just pointing that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I don't know what that is anymore. Yeah, well, good we, luck. We have, we have a toddler in the house. Oh. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, you're... you're you're never going to have private time, at least for the next, but I don't know, guys, what do you think? 18, 18 years? 18, 19, yeah. 20 years, something Long like that? Long time. Long yeah, you're, time. It's, it's pretty much over for you. Get, yeah. Just get used to it. Just she go. turns three in December. Can I send her to camp anymore? You can send her, go, send her to camp? Go, go. I seriously doubt it. Yeah. I seriously. I know your wife. That baby ain't leaving that house. <laughs> All right, fine. 
Well, those were the sips ratings. What are we going to drink? Well, we'll be back in a minute and we're going to talk about it. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads None too soon Look to the left and to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love All right, we're back with our episode and we're talking about the Jefferson's Wood Experiment series. Uh, thank you, Maury, for going over our SIPs ratings. Oh, my we're, pleasure. We're going to get right into it, and we're going to have Brent introduce our first product out of the box today. Well, thanks, Bob. One of the things with this box is when you get it, you have the with, with the bottles, you've got a little tasting card that comes with it, which is nice. So you can you can do your own tasting right from the box. You can do this yourself. The same thing that we're doing here, and it's got a little placard explains all their all their different bourbons that they have and a nice little saying they got we didn't invent bourbon but we are rewriting the book on what American spirit will be moving forward so it's kind of nice I think everybody would enjoy that but uh, good marketing experts Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the, uh, they gave you a piece of paper you can write on? Well, it's a cardboard piece of paper. Innovative. I know. It's cardboard. It's, cardboard. it's not just a piece it's, of paper. It's, it's, it's a tasting mat. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, it's, hey, I like those things. I, it, I'm a sucker for that stuff, too. Well, I'll I am, say. too. I am, too. It's nice. It's, you know, they can, people can do exactly at home exactly what we're doing right here, which is nice. So, But the first product that we got here is uh, the Jefferson's Wood Experiment. It's number three. It's uh, 46%. Uh, alcohol. It's uh, this expression was filled. They're finished in a new sixty-gallon American oak barrel with low, deep impact toast profile. So the, the no color charring at all. No, just just toasting. Just, just toasting. a toasting. Just a toasting. And I think uh, that, like he said, he was he was at. I'm guessing he was at Independence Day of because he said Cooperage down in yeah. in Missouri they have a plant down there in Lebanon so they do a lot of wine barrels that's probably where he saw what they were doing and came up with the idea to do it so yeah the toasting now the color on this all all of these they're all they're all very me this was of the medium color of the box you know there's nothing that's really heavy there's nothing that's really light but this is no, they're all very very medium. similar i would agree yeah with yeah you. they're all this is a medium golden honey color um, when you with the nose on this, I get some uh, I get some cola, and I get a little bit of baked bread with it. Then um, you know, once I once I taste it, I've got some uh, corn, get the get the caramel, the flavors, and I get and I with all of these, I've got a little bit of flowers to it. You know, I've get some uh, some flowers, you know, that lingers in this. And uh, the finish we get it's a short finish and it's very dry, so. That's uh, I, you know I like my finish I like things to last a little bit longer but this is very short it's kind of an abrupt finish to it um, overall you know it's an experiment 
you know, I'd like to see something a little bit different. I don't know that this one will, will go forward, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a sips rating of three. Interesting. All right, Maury, what'd you think? Well, I have to echo a lot of what uh, Brent said. I think it's uh, it doesn't attract a lot of attention. It doesn't really inspire me. But I would say it's a nice effort. It's pleasant. And I think depending on the price, it could be something that uh, one could enjoy on a regular basis or even a periodic basis. Um, I would agree with him. I thought compared to some of the others, it did have a nicer mouthfeel. It did have a little bit of viscosity and body to it. Uh, It was smooth. And um, I would agree the finish was rather short. And uh, it was gone before you know it. Um, I would give it a solid two-sip rating. Well, isn't that nice? Harm, what you think? I'm not sure what the heck these guys were tasting. Um, well, first, when, 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 when Brent said the baked bread, I, I didn't get it at all. But I just re-poured it. And um, I guess if you don't wait and you just pour it and you just put your nose to that, I guess I see where the bread came from. I It's like it's fresh baked bread. But when I poured mine earlier when the first time I tasted it I just let it breathe for a few minutes because we were just just sitting here talking before the show and uh, after I let it breathe the, the, and it, that baked bread thing blew off I got vanilla caramel and something that really struck me that you guys didn't mention was walnut a lot of walnut on the nose there and it's I find that on the, the, the finish as well I don't think it's an unpleasant whiskey I don't think it's and, I, and I'm not I mean, I, I, I see where Maury says it goes away quick, but it, I mean, it goes away abruptly. I don't think it goes away quick. I would give it a medium finish, not definitely not a short finish, medium, but then it just suddenly dies. It doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't does. taper right. off. Just, right, yeah, right. It's of very, very, doesn't peter right. out. It just sort of ends. Right. And I, I didn't find it unpleasant. And uh, as for the color, I'm going with burnished copper, y'all. That's burnished copper, baby. Anyway. I, I thought it was a decent effort, and I gave it a three three sips. Somebody's been reading like the whiskey advocate lately, I guess. Mm. New new epi- new new. Uh, I'm I'm at home burnishing my copper. New one came out. All right. Well, uh, let me think here. I got I got a sweet and floral nose to it. Um, light, not not anything really big up front. Um, the palate. Uh, very sweet up front on the palate. The back palate, I've got a lot of dryness. Uh, the mouthfeel, it's, it's, it's got a round, somewhat soft mouthfeel to it. Um, on the finish, yeah, I, it does end, it's, it's, but it's the finish that is there. It's very tan and heavy. Um, you know, interesting. Um, again, it's, you know, it's an experiment. You're seeing what you can do with the different types of barrels. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't I I didn't uh I didn't think it was too bad. I mean I I gave it a three. Interesting. Alright, well next up we got Harm and he's gonna be introducing our next one. So our second whiskey of the evening, or the early morning or whenever you guys are listening to this. It's daylight savings time, isn't it? Like four in the morning now. Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. Not sure. Is it is it nineteen fifty now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, uh, Cubs, the Cubs won the World Series. It's like uh nineteen oh eight, yeah. <laughs> Go Cubs. Go Cubs. <laughs> wow. I had heartburn at the 10th inning. Anyway, second uh, second whiskey evening of the evening is the Jefferson's Wood Experiment number four. So three, then four. You see the pattern here, right? Again, 46% ABV. 
The expression is finished in new standard whiskey barrels with a medium char, but then they put a tube of heavily charred American oak cubes in there. That's just weird. <laughs> it's just. I think it's. I think it's like putting a. It's you know, deeply those, weird. Those, those fake ice cubes in your glass. Yeah, I don't know. I think know. it would make more sense to use toasted cubes or toasted staves than charred. I'm not sure the purpose of the heavily charred. You're adding char. It's you know, an know. experiment. It's, it's an experiment. Well, I mean, so. they use in wine country. There, are, there are vineyards out there that use tubes with oak cubes in them. You know, to try and give more of an oak profile. Yeah, so, so yeah. you used because it's cheaper to buy oak. a, a and used barrel. You've got, you've got some people out there who've tried, you know, putting additional staves in right, or but, charring different wood products and yeah. putting it in. The so. way to make mass produce good, decent, cheap red wine often is is use wood chips yeah yeah now what i'm saying is there's nothing wrong with adding wood it would make more sense to add either raw oak or toasted oak than charred oak charred oak is basically charcoal yeah. right yeah well again well again it's but charred oak doesn't mean it's char all the way through yeah. you've got a layer of char then you've got oak underneath and it's an experiment they're giving it a shot you know yeah. i mean we only have the ones we have here they may have done that with a different one i'm not even we may even have one they did that way. Well, regardless, we'll you guys are stepping all over my review here, baby. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, we want to add some interest. <laughs> no, no. Oh, excuse us. No excuse. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, right, go right ahead. I thought this was a successful experiment, regardless of what Maury had to say about the cubes. The color is, again, a deep burnished copper. The nose, I thought was very pretty. There was a floral note to it. I got a lot of red fruit, vanilla, berries, burnt caramel. This was like almost like uh, berries on your creme brulee. The mouthfeel was a lot better. I think I actually, I think I enjoyed the mouthfeel of this whiskey the best of all of them. Uh, really good mouthfeel. Um, I can't read my writing. <laughs> I thought I had a great taste. You wanna? It was uh, slightly drying, however, on the palate. The finish was good. It was long. No, not as long. Not really long. A medium, I'd say. But I really enjoyed the flavor, and I gave it four sips. Hold on. I'm not there yet. <laughs> That's classified. All right, Brent, what would you think? Okay, uh, for the uh, for the color on this one, when we put them all up there, this is this one had this definitely had the darkest of the color, and I think maybe because of those that that medium chars, those cubes, uh, was a, was a result of that. But but I got uh, I got plum. And leather and, and caramel on the nose. This that plum really came through to me on that. Then when I uh, when I tasted, it, I got uh, I tasted cherry cola and coconuts. And I didn't get of, any coconut. You didn't get any coconut. I got no. some no. cherry cola and coconuts and a little bit of clove. I think that's your sunscreen. No, yeah. I, I got coconut. Are I you licking it, yeah. the girls on the beach again? Yeah, you know. Subject and, uh, of restraining order number two. So right. The um, with the finish, this one was a little bit longer. This. This one was probably had the longest finish of all of them that I that we tried, and uh, it was still on the very short side, still on the short side, and it was a bit ashy, and maybe that was because of those that that medium char. You should try sunscreen then. Yeah, just or lotion. Moisturizer. Lotion yeah. takes but, the um, ashiness out. You know, bag bomb. You know, I liked this experiment. It was I give it a three. Interesting. Maury, what'd you think? I'd echo a number of the things that Brent said. Uh, I do get a little hint of the char and the ash throughout the uh, flavor profile. I think it's got a nice mouthfeel. It's got a nice nose, kind of 
very classic bourbon nose and um, and again it does have a relatively short finish that ends relatively abruptly I think it was very comparable to our first expression and uh, but maybe having just a slight bit more complexity and perhaps even a little bit more balance and for that I give it a solid three sips interesting All right. I just um, retasted it I'm not getting a short finish it's lingering guys retaste Right, well, honestly, uh, yeah, I, I did notice when we when Brent and I first opened the box up, we put them all in a line. I did notice there there were two different colors between the three bottles. We had two that were light and three that were dark. And this is one of the ones that was darker. I mean, if you hold it up, there's just, there's five bottles. Were you drinking before that? Yeah, two and three, yeah. Two and three is five, right? It's got a very nice color. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, it's got a little bit of a darker color. Obviously, it must be from the additional charred cubes in there. It's going to suck a little bit more of that out. Um, on the nose, I got some vanilla. I got some pepper. I got a little dried fruit. I got a little caramel. On the palate, I picked up on the coconut as well. A little bit of citrus fruit, caramel. Um, very spicy. Um, a little bit of nutmeg. A little bit of dried cherry. Had a drying sort of mouthfeel, not not bitter, not tannic, but just definitely on the dry side. And the finish it had uh, a medium length finish, uh, a, a decent oakiness to it. Um, liked it, you know, pretty good. It was it was not bad. I give it a three. Interesting. All right, next up we got Maury, who's doing our next whiskey. All right, thank you, Bob. Next we have uh, Wood Experiment Number Six. This particular expression is finished in new standard whiskey barrels with a light medium char infused with lightly toasted American oak staves. So the description to me is very reminiscent of uh, what Makers 46 is doing with the uh, oak staves. So I had very high expectations. Um, I thought the color is very comparable to the others, a medium coppery color. Uh, On the nose, it had a pleasant very classic bourbon nose however on the palate I didn't love the palate feel I thought it had a lot of harshness and a lot of bitter elements and that was my notation on the back end is that it had a fair amount of uh, of bitterness on the finish although it was short I was pleased that the finish was relatively short uh, because this was uh, of the three we've tasted so far uh, by far my least uh, favorable uh, say expression uh i think they've got a lot of good things going on with their experimentation i just didn't think this was one of them i'd leave this one for harmeet any day any time you're a horrible man (laughs) (laughs) and so frankly this could be a first for me but i give it one sip all right what better for harmeet (laughs) speaking of what did you think about it well, I didn't hate it that much. Jeez. <laughs> it's got alcohol in it. How it's bad can alcohol. it be? It's, it's brown. It's got alcohol. Yeah. Much like myself. Like yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. It's not like he's making raisin wine in prison. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that was a long time ago, right? I, oh, I, I've already forgotten what Maury said about we're this not whiskey, so I don't know if I agree with him or not. I, when I let this breathe for a little bit, I got tropical fruit under all that caramel and vanilla. And it was... it's. It, it foreshadows another one we'll be having later, which was just pure fruit. But this is, this is there's caramel and there's a lot of tropical fruit underneath, maybe a little bit of banana. And it starts out good on the palate, nice mouthfeel. In fact, let me just try it again. 
Mm-hmm. Quite good. And what Maury said about it finishing bitter, it's it's bitter almond, walnut, and but I don't find it unpleasant because I think there's enough tropical fruit at the beginning to balance it out. I think putting water in it ruined it though. I water, agree. water, water, yeah. water brought out the bitterness. So keep it without the water, and I'm going to give it a three. That the finish is short again, but I give it a three. Interesting. You're too generous. I've just never seen anybody drink bourbon through a bong before, but okay. Oh, uh, welcome to college. What do you think, Brent? <laughs> okay. Again, with the color of this one, it was uh, it was a light amber color, and uh, just like Maury, I was, I thought this was, I, you know, on the same page as uh, the Maker's Forty Six, like that. But um, what I got was a lot of a lot of flowery notes to it, as long as long as well as the the caramel, a little bit of caramel, and. Uh, when I tasted it, I, it was like tasting lavender soap. <coughs> I got that taste to it, you know. Besides, you know, you also get the caramel and the vanilla a little bit, but the finish really short, lots of bitterness. I agree there. I mean, I just I, this one to me was the most bitter of all of them that we had, and I have to give it a sips of two. Well, isn't that nice? All right, um, I guess it's back to me. Um, this is again, this is one of the three that were, you know, a slightly darker color to me. Um, on the nose, I got a little bit of oak and old leather. Um, on the palate, um, vanilla, brown sugar, a little bit of maple, a little bit of spice, cinnamon, clove. I don't even know if you're drinking the same whiskey, man. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm picking it up. This one, the funny thing is, if you try this one against number four, number four has a dryness, but it's back palate. This one, the dryness is on the tip of the tongue. It's 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 the exact opposite, of, you know, where, where you're getting that, that dryness and that uh, slightly bitter edge to it. Um, you know, decent finish to it. Um not my favorite so far, but uh, yeah. I, I, again, I like harm. I, I I can't say that it's you know that's a fundamentally flawed experiment. Um, yeah, not bad. I, I'll give it a three. Interesting. All right. Well, that brings us up to our next one, um, which is going to be the Jefferson's Wood Experiment uh, number ten. Again, like all the rest of them, it's forty three percent ABV. This expression was finished in custom 60-gallon French and American oak hybrid barrels with a low, deep impact toast profile. So I'm thinking every other stave, one one American, one limousine oak, back and forth. Um, I got on the nose, I got some caramel. I got some, uh, some floral notes, a little bit of clove, a little bit of nutmeg and spice to it on the palate. Uh, oak was definitely in the front. Uh, pepper, spice. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg, uh, a coating mouthfeel to it. Um, I did not like this one with water when I tried it. It definitely muted it. Uh, it took it down a notch by adding water to it. Uh, on the finish, uh, smooth um, with a decent spice note to it. I got a, a medium finish to it. Um, a little bit of toasted walnut, a little bit of uh, almond or walnut on the end, sort of that that bitterness that you get from uh, from eating walnuts. Um, but all in all, uh, you know, a, a, a pretty decent sip. Um, I gave it a three. Interesting. I think your dyslexia is acting up because that doesn't even resemble anything of what I tasted. <laughs> so, are you sure you put number ten in your glass? 
Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. So it, I just reported. I'm going to retaste this. This is I don't know. Huh. So I'm going to retaste this. Who wants to go next with this? That when we come back from our break, that's coming up here. Well, after we come back, I'll uh, I'll let you, you know what. So I, I, cause I'm going to laugh at you too. Because this. Oh, is, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. To. I'm used to being laughed at. It's just you can't point and laugh at the same time. It's rude. Yeah, it's just rude don't point, point and laugh. That's the important thing. And we're out. But baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view And we're back, and we're still laughing and pointing. So <laughs> it's like I tell my wife, you can laugh, just don't point. All right, Brent, what do you think? Okay, this one, again, we have the light. This is on the light. light uh, it's an amber honey color to it. And I got, uh, on the nose, I got, uh, I got a cereal. You know, like, you know, from when you're outside of a cereal plant, you get that cereal smell. I got a cream corn, I got a cola. Um, it, then when I tasted it, uh, flowers and fruit that's what came up to me i just got you know i got all i got lavender i got a little bit of rose it seemed like and uh and i got some peaches and and uh, apples to it it's been with a little bit of hint of cinnamon and i enjoyed this one it wasn't bad but again too short of a finish for me i got a little bit of a spice from that cinnamon or clove to the finish there and it was a little bit dry because of that I'm not um, going to laugh at you. I give it a I give it a three. Yeah, no, I'm definitely picking up. I'm definitely picking up the apple now that you mentioned. Interesting. All right, Harm, let's hear what you have to say. Oh, jeez. Well, I got rather than floral notes, I've more more fruity to me. Um, very like like a lot of ketones going on here. It's like, and I I understand where you're going with peaches there. I, I almost got some melon and citrus notes as well. Um. And there is some spice, but not very much. I mean, Bob was going on about the spice, and I didn't get it at all. And and the cereal notes, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Thank you. Now that you mention it, I'll, I'll say I, I'll get that, too. But it was super fruity. Not as much floral, and I didn't get any rose petal. I mean, I, I, I just had a great Pinot Noir the other day that was just filled with rose petal. It was freaking amazing. And I'm not getting anything like that here, but... I'll give you the lavender. I'll give you the f- little bit of floral, but more. I'm getting more of those fruity notes. And on the palate, this one is very light. It was ethereal. Let me taste it again. Well, live, kids, do it live. Mm. This is the lightest one on the palate. I thought the um, there's still a little bit of heat to it. Um, it's finishing a little bit, a uh, little bit tannic, but not too much. It was short. I, I get the cinnamon on the finish, but I didn't get it on the nose or the palate, really, just just on the finish. And 
it's it's kind of meh. So, does it does it finish bitter to you guys too? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, a little bit bitter. It's yeah, now it's definitely. as it's finishing, it's Very finishing dry. bitter, but it's not super dry, just bitter. So I give it a two. Well, isn't that nice? Well, as much as I hate to agree with you, Harmeet, everyone um, hates to agree with me. I know it's Especially terrible. Life, it's never happened. Um, uh, on retasting it, uh, I actually, I actually have on my calendar two times when my wife agreed with me, so it has happened before. That's awesome. I wrote it down. Yeah, she said you're an idiot. And you're a moron. That's two. Okay. Yeah, On retasting it, I did get some uh, an improved mouthfeel with some nice viscosity. I get a little molasses and a little caramel. I do I do sense the apple that uh, that you guys have been talking about. But the thing that really put me off was the relatively short finish, and I just found it to be bitter. And adding water accentuated that. Um, yeah, water did not help this one at all. Water did not help us. So although although I did like it better than our previous expression, which was um, number six and had more bitterness, um, I thought this one was, was a little bit better. So for that reason, I gave it a two-sip rating. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah, overall, interesting, you know. it's. Let's see. And where are we at now? We're coming up on number 12, all right? Brett, you want to do that one? Whiskey number five is experiment number 12. Yeah, this is our, our next expression is the Jefferson's Wood Experiment uh, number 12, uh, 46% ABV. And this expression was finished in the original bourbon barrel with oak inserts that had been toasted over a long period of time. Isn't this the one that's going to be more like the Maker's? Well, uh, well, Maker's 46 is different. They, yeah, you know, they, right. Yeah, that's a whole different charred? thing. They did it and stuff. You yes, know, and so. no. If you look at them, they're black, but they're not... <laughs> Burn. Yeah, the, my, my guess is is that they're toasting them in high heat in a vacuum because they're jet black before they put the inserts in. But you yeah. can run your hand on them and not get any soot off of them. So right, because this when we when we line these up, this was the lightest sample that we had. So a very light honey color that I got on it. With on the nose, I got a lot of fruit, a lot of peaches, cherry cola. It's um, then when I when I tasted it, I got. It was another again peach. Everything tasted almonds. like cola to you today. Were you drinking coke before you got here? Well, I think he was doing coke before he got here. Yeah. You know, maybe kids are all. That's so nineteen eighty kind of you. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. South Florida. Oh, yeah, I don't have a Don Johnson sound clip. Well, yeah, but I got you know I got peach almonds. I got caramel, vanilla. Uh, it was this was a this was pleasant. This was not. This was probably the one one of the ones I enjoyed the most out of all of them. So you liked again, it, but. Again, it had a short finish, and it had I got a lot of uh, tannins with it, and the wood and bitterness, and so I, you know that's you know on the palate I liked it, but on the finish I did not like it. But I'm still going to give it a three. Interesting. Let's Talk face it, it's bourbon, so. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> and another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Maury, what do you think? Well, um, again, I'm going to echo some of the things Brent said. This was probably my favorite expression of the day. It's got a very light color, uh, almost honey in its color. It's got a very classic, uh, pleasant nose. And uh, on the palate, I think it had a lot of the same things that Brent said. I did get the almonds for sure. Um, and, it, and it's a nice expression. It, uh, it does have a short finish. There is definitely a little bitterness. The bitterness definitely is accentuated by the water. So I would definitely uh, steer clear of water on this one. But I thought it was a nice effort, and for that, I'd give it a three-sip rating. I should be ready, shouldn't I? Yeah. Surprised you. 
You've got a couple buttons there. Yeah, then that's the wrong one. Yeah, I still. I love that. <laughs> I'm not Fred. This ain't the Stern Show. You're drinking. Yeah. Well, I'm drinking. Thank we drink, we drink live. Another, we yeah. drink live for you. We yeah. love our audience. So, you know, this is what we put ourselves through. We will drink live on the air. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bob, you, you do this one because I want to go last on this one. You should go last. Okay. <laughs> It's because I'm brown. <laughs> no, it's just because you're a goofball. That's All right, what funny. are we on, number 12? Yeah. Uh, okay, looking back at my notes on this, uh, the oak on it's pretty faint. Um, not not as pronounced as a lot of the other ones. Uh, on the nose, I'm getting a little bit of fruit and a little bit of cherry. Uh, on the palate, um, I'm getting a nutty, light caramel, uh, vanilla, a little bit of corn and cereal note up front, um, a little bit of fruit, Apples, uh, pears. Uh, the mouthfeel, again, it, it gets it gets a little bit too dry on the back end of the palate for me at the end. Um, on the finish, dry old leather. Um, you know, not not horrible, but uh, you know, not not uh, you know, not great. Not great, not bad. Um, again, it's I, I keep going back and going, you know, they didn't start out with, you know, I, I can't expect to open one of these up and go, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. It's taking a four-year-old average, you know, off the shelf. If, you know, if this was in a bottle before they did anything to us, it would be a $10 whiskey and just trying to do stuff with it. So, uh, you know, all in all, uh, you know, serviceable, I give it a three. Interesting. All right. You gentlemen are so generous tonight. I have no idea what's wrong with you. Someone has replaced you with body so's, doubles. So is your wife. That's because they've been drinking too much. My wife is very generous, and I, I, I thank God every day for her. Yeah, she hasn't changed the keys yet. <laughs> she deserves a medal. Yes. Well, she puts up with you. No, but I mean, or, or this one, with this one here, I mean, to me, the, the palette did not match the finish at all. I was not, you know, from what... Yeah. I You know, I enjoyed the palette, but I did, I did not like the finish, so... You know, it's, that's where... Maybe my palate was fatigued, but I came back and tasted it again, and I pretty much gained the same notes I got the first time. The The color is fine. I, yeah, I'll give you your copper, your little amber honey thing. That's fine. That's not a problem. The nose. I don't get almost... There's almost nothing. It's just, it's, it's yeah. just alcohol and... I mean, light peach and light cherry. There's so little fruit on this, I found it unpleasant. It's like, what's the deal here? What are you guys smelling? I... I, I find it it's I didn't get anything there and on the palate it was uninteresting it was sweet it start it's got a nice weight to it a lot of wood it finishes super dry like Bob was saying and the finish is medium and it was a little bit hot but this was my least favorite I give this a one so threes from you guys what the heck I don't, know, I don't have, think I've ever given anything a one on the show try, before. Have I yeah, try that one again? Okay, my first one. Yeah, yeah it's. I, I, uh, I mean, how many I, episodes know, have I we like, done, Bob? You and me. Like twenty something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so. I don't think I've ever given a one before. I like the fact that they're trying different things. So that's yeah. uh, that's the whole thing. You know, we can't go down the same path all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, of, again, it's not a. It's not a, a knock on. A particular brand, what it is, it's just knock on that experiment. So you know, right? That There's going to be that some that work. work. Yeah, <laughs> well, right. Well, that's what I was saying. The palate. I mean, the palette I didn't think it was. I think it was horrible. 
he hated it, and that's the interesting. Well, that's thing. the only it's, one I hated. The other ones I thought yeah. were decent. I mean, uh, see that, and, and Mari and, gave number and me, six a one. I yeah, gave it a three. Exactly, yeah, and right, that's the thing. Right. That's you know, that's the interesting thing about the the experiment is certain things seem to ring with certain people as opposed to you know other people i yeah. mean you know one thing looks good to you and the, you know the other thing is horrible to the next guy yeah, so. it's just like people who like sherried scotch and people who don't like sherried scotch i mean well, they're called heathens but yeah, you know yeah. we don't we don't talk about them especially yeah. when we're doing a bourbon show well we had we had a, a very famous guy drinking scotch who didn't like that much sherried scotch too the other one, so it's alan yeah well he's also an isla freak so he's looking for you know mud and used band-aids and mercurochrome on everything he drinks a little so. bit of iodine and you, phenol you yeah. can't go you can't yeah i mean come on man you can't go by him on everything um so you know what did you guys think of the experiment overall you know likes dislikes any anything that stood out to you anything that you thought worked that you didn't think worked i'm not sure if they would have started out with a better quality more age-worthy bourbon then it might not have been a different experiment i i kind of felt that this overall was dominated by the wood and that some of these were a little bit like chewing a two by four Mm -hmm. and uh i just i just didn't feel like there was a really great backbone bourbon uh at the heart of these jefferson brought to you by home depot i don't know though you know if they put if they put a you know an eight or a ten year in it i don't know if the bourbon would be too finessed and it would just overtake it i don't think you want to put an eight or a ten year old yeah see that's the thing especially on an experiment i mean you're, you're giving it a shot and trying it out i don't know if i'd want to waste a couple of barrels of of you know better quality stuff on agree it. you know it's but why why start why with a four-year-old why not start with a two-year-old oh and then no. give it four more years because that's hardly burning oh, right. so. <laughs> well yeah. no but it's Ooh, you, yeah. What? yeah well i'd like yeah. to i'd rather see him st- i'd rather see him do it with this or about new, like about no what about new make spirit with different barrels that's still bourbon you're making yeah. it bourbon you're using virgin american oak right right Start with virgin American oak barrels. All, that's all you have to do with bacon bourbon. One year virgin American oaks, right? Then it can be called bourbon. Technically, about 10 seconds. Right. Is it? It, just it has, has to, to be, be two cool. years to be straight. Straight but, yeah. bourbon. Straight. Right. Okay, so so virgin American oak, and then you do your experimental staves or your cubes and all that stuff. Start with new make spirit and do there. Uh, well, then you'd have to let it sit for you know a good year or two or three or four before. Well, they did already thirty-two months on top of their four yeah. years. Well, but we don't know. Yeah, but they but they took something that already was you know as a, a serviceable a drink and right. then put it right. in for the next. Was this you know, was two this or purchased or was this purchased or their own distillate? I'm sure it was purchased. This is all they, purchased. Yeah, yeah, because they they just is, they just yeah. you know got in with Kentucky Utters not that long ago. So yeah. I'm not sure they have anything of their own that's out on the street yet. On the street, I don't I don't believe no. so. No, it's all purchased. No. Okay. Yes. So, what do you got? Are there any? I mean, hints? it's similar. You know, here's the thing. It's it. it what what did again, they start I, with? Do you know who? Any any clues? I would imagine perhaps MGPLDI, since that's where everyone else buys from. Yeah. I, I I have no knowledge. I I did reach out to them a couple of times to try and get a little bit more detail because what they have on their website really there's not a lot of information on this series. Uh, but I didn't hear back from them. So I I don't know if you know. I don't know if so it's not even Kentucky, it's Indiana whiskey. Well, this goes this goes back to something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is the lack of transparency in the American mm-hmm. bourbon industry. If you compare to Scotch for a moment, there are a lot of independent <laughs> distillers in Scotland, and they're all very, very clear as to where their barrels come from. Uh, I think on the American side, we are in this phase where we hide it, and nobody wants to say, oh, it came from Indiana, and... Uh, 
I, I just wish we'd have a little more transparency. We're going to make there, up a backstory there, about some. There are some distillers that that really oh, yeah. that. You know, they say it. Oh, and, 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 and in their defense, Jefferson's always been pretty. I mean, let's face it, the well, presidentials, they, they absolutely let you know those came from Stitzel. I mean, you knew where that came from. But. And those were freaking amazing, but you oh, yeah. can't get them. Anymore. But other than oh, Stitzel, yeah. nobody really is quick to claim where their, where their spirit came yeah. from. I mean, I look at it again, I look at it as an experiment. You know, you're starting with a base and, and then working it from there. And it's, you know, it's similar to some of the Buffalo Trace experiments. Um, you know, they, they did very similar things on some of their experimental series bottles. They did, let's see, they did one that was different frequencies of infrared light that they, you know, they toasted the barrels with like an infrared light, you know, at different wavelengths and stuff. I mean, God bless Harlan Wheatley. The guy is, you know, he's a genius, but... Uh, you know, charred French oak and different size barrels. You know, the size barrels came out, and that was a horrible, you know, failure. But they've they've done some of the ones like that, and they've actually worked out pretty well. So, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I'd like to see them do it with a, you know, with an eight year, and do the same one with you know up to thirty two months. You know, do the same exact thing. Just see what it is and see what it does. Eight years they're, pushing the envelope. I mean, yeah, eight years is a eight years is already a mature bourbon. Why finish it? It's an it? experiment. You're experimenting on an, a mature bourbon. Then right now you're you're experimenting on a on a on a four year old bourbon. Yeah, you're you're kind of so, working with a clean slate. Right. So let it, let a bourbon mature a little bit and then do the experiment on it and see what happens. Why not? It's an experiment. But I think you could do the experimental finish a much shorter period of time, six months, a year max. Well, yeah, the 30, we don't know how long, it was up to 32 months, so, you know, it could have been six months, it could have been 32 months. Yeah. You are, but so. what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. No, I'm not. You are. No way. Knock it off. Cut it out. Oh, shut, shut up, up. Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Oh, Pee-wee. Well, that's all the time we have today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this experiment. Or experiment this episode. I want to argue some more. <laughs> and you can catch all of our episodes online as well on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, it's a big help to us, and we can see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, and I do really love what you've done with your basement. It's nice, isn't it? It is nice. <laughs> thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It's really been a pleasure. And and thank you, Harmeet, anyway. I, 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 you know what? I I hate all you white people. No, not really. I'm going to go put some suntan lotion on my wife and lick it off. Get some coconut on me. Get some coconut. So That's I can taste just, all that coconut Bob has been drinking. Mean, that just that Brent, that Brent, 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 a miserable Brent, image in my head. Yes. All right. <laughs> and, and have some uh, cherry cola. All right. Cherry oh. cola and suntan lotion. All right. For Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Mad Bob. We thank you for joining us. And remember that life is too short to drink cheap whiskey.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>